Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy and welcome to Typically Peachy's birthday episode. Yes, it is true. Typically Peachy is one year old on Saturday. But as you guys know, we release a podcast on Thursday. So we're celebrating a little bit early, but that's okay because I am just so excited to share one year of celebrations with you guys. We have been doing this for a whole year. I know a couple episodes ago was the 50th episode. I guess I didn't really think that episode 52 would be a year, but yeah, that's how it works, Emma, 52 weeks in a year. I just wanted to kind of reflect in this episode. We're going to go away from the structure a little bit. We're just going to talk because there's so much that I'm so grateful for, things that I've learned, things that I just want to share with you guys. And like I said, I literally just did a 50 things I've learned in 50 episodes. So if you want to check that out, I talk way more in depth about that what I've learned through this whole process. But of course, I have some things that are less tactical and more thoughtful that I've learned that I'm going to share with you guys a little bit later. But before we get into any reflecting, I just have one life update that I really want to share with you guys. And that is that me and my boyfriend signed the lease to our new apartment in Chicago. That means I'm going to have so many new things to talk about with you guys. Lessons learned, apartment goods, It's going to be incredibly hectic, I already know, but I am so, so excited for this new adventure, living in a new city with my boyfriend. I seriously cannot wait to decorate and also to find my favorite new spots in the city. Those are probably two of my favorite things about moving to a new place, decorating your space and making it feel like an actual home, and finding new spots that become staples in your routine You know where you can get to know the workers and your favorite things on the menu or anything like that. I just love making a place feel more personal to me. And I feel like you can do that with decorating and getting to know your surroundings really, really well. So I'm very excited. Chicago, it's going to be such a fun move. I've only ever lived in LA or Minnesota. So I really feel like Chicago is kind of a perfect mix between the two. It's still in the Midwest. But it's also way more city culture and way more similar to L.A. in that respect. Just in foods, in the culture, in the people, in different things that they have, different opportunities there. I'm so excited for it. I really like the place that we picked. I hope everything works out A-okay. As I said, I am going to have so much more to share in the coming weeks, so stand by for any of those updates. It's going to get crazy. You guys are going to be along for the ride. But now that I've shared that very big life event... Let's reflect a little bit on one year of Typically Peachy. That's crazy to me. I don't know for sure that I knew when I started this that it was 100% going to be something that I stuck to. I was hopeful. I really thought, oh, I hope that I stick with this. I hope that I like to do this. I hope that people like listening to it. But now thinking back a year ago, did I think that I was going to be doing it every single Thursday for a year I don't know if I thought that, but once I got into the rhythm of things and I really started to love it, I really started to love talking to you guys, you know, and I know that there's not another person in front of me that I'm talking to, and it may seem a little crazy to just talk to yourself, but it really does feel like a sense of community when you're putting your content out there. I don't know how else to explain it. Even if nobody's really listening, just to know that it's out there, that somebody could be listening... There's a sense of community in that and that it's on all these platforms and people can consume at their leisure. I just really love that aspect of it and that it doesn't need to be such a serious thing. It's just something that I enjoy, that I like doing, that I'm still recording from my closet. Like, that's crazy, guys. It's pretty silly that I sit in my closet for about an hour every single week 
just to do this, but I love it and I'm so glad that I do it and I'm so excited for so much more to come. But like I said, I want to do some concrete reflecting, some intentional reflecting. So this is what I did. I looked up things that people reflect on on their birthdays and I thought, hey, let's kind of spin this to typically peachy. Let's think about it from typically peachy standpoint of what we would reflect on for this podcast's birthday. So like I said, not a lot of structure to this episode. It's a special, if you will. So I'm just going to kind of talk through these things that I found. I talked about this one a little bit already, but first thing to reflect on, this time last year. So like I said, didn't know what this was going to become, but this time last year, or I guess a year ago from Saturday, when I released the first intro episode, I think I was just so excited to finally have something to work on, a passion project that I was going to put out into the world, that I didn't even really second guess it. Which is weird because when I was starting this, this originally started as a website. I thought it was just going to be a platform where I could blog and put new products and things like that. And then it slowly kind of evolved into a podcast. And I think why I was so excited to just start it without any hesitation was just because I didn't have any expectations for it. I didn't know the space so well. I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts on my own and I really, really enjoy them. But it's different because this is a way less established space than the blogging world, for instance. I mean, I know podcasts didn't start a year ago, but there have been increasingly more podcasts, more innovation in the space, more recognition in the space, people seeing it as an actual thing, an actual career path if you want it to be. I don't know. I just think that I felt a lot less pressure knowing that I was just going to be talking. Something that I love to do that maybe sometimes I do way too much, but in this forum, I can do it as much as I want. I can talk about anything that I want, and that kind of freedom is what excited me so much from the beginning and took so much pressure off of the whole thing. I think that a year ago, I also really felt that I was so focused on finding a job and finding the perfect job. And that kind of goes into the next thing that I wanted to reflect on, which is what I've learned from a thoughtful perspective. I think that I was so, so focused on having my job be something that I was passionate about. I've really learned that you can do things that you're passionate about separate from your job. They don't all have to wrap up into one, your job, your passions, your successes. For so long, I felt like they all had to be tied together. And I think that's a lot because of the generation that I grew up in. I'm right on the cusp of being a millennial and a Gen Zer, like really in the middle. I was born in 96, so it could go either way. But I think a lot of people, and obviously I'm just speaking from my experience, but I have spoken with a lot of my friends and family members that also feel the same way as me on this, is that we just want so much from the thing that's making us money. Our jobs are giving us money, are giving us the ability to live our lives. But not only do we want to make money, we also want to be passionate about what we're doing. We also want to feel like we're making a difference. We also want to feel like our work is appreciated. We also want to move up in the ranks. We also want to have our own thing. We also want to feel like we have a purpose. It is a lot of pressure to put all of that on a job. And once I had that realization that I don't need to get everything from my job, I can start my own thing. I can have something that really brings me joy that is not tied to my day-to-day work that is so much more about me and about the things that I'm passionate about. 
if you have a job that you're so passionate about, that you love every second of it, that's amazing. It really, really is. But I think too, it's hard when you're young and you don't know what it is that you're so passionate about, or maybe you're passionate about so many different things that it's hard to zone in on one, you know? And I feel like right now I'm in the point of my career. I don't even know if you can call it a career, but where I am in the job space and the workforce is that I am just really trying to learn. I completely changed my mindset. I just right now want to learn as much as I can, everything that I can, from as many individuals and professionals and experienced people out there so that I can take that knowledge and use it to do whatever it is that I do decide to do one day, when I grow up, if you will, because we're all still constantly growing up. So I don't think having a timeline of when you're going to have that dream job, when you don't even know what your dream job is going to be, is healthy to put on yourself. I don't know what my dream job would be, but you know what I do know is that I'm learning a lot right now. And I also have this incredible thing, my podcast, that I love so much that I put so much of my own time and effort into simply because I want to and it's something that I really love to do. So whenever I talk to people about not loving their job, because trust me, I have so many conversations like that, I suggest to them to have something that is for you, something that you actively really love to do. And that was my perspective when I started this a year ago, but I cannot tell you guys how much it has improved my mental state to have this podcast, to not be weighed down by the fact that my job is not as creative as I would like or as perfect as I would like it to be. It's building up your own things and sticking to them and prioritizing them that really helps you out, or at least it really helped me out when I was in a place where I just felt very lost. So yeah, you guys know I talk about it all the time, how much I genuinely love doing this podcast, but it was kind of a saving grace for me. It just, it got me back on my feet, got me excited about doing something again. So I'm so grateful for that. But also I want to talk about not only the high points of a podcast, but also the low points of it, because I have learned so much over the past year, things that I like about this, things that are really hard about this. And I don't know, I like thinking about both of them because I just feel like it's good to be realistic about the things that you do and you don't like about your passion projects, because then in theory, some of those negative things, you can try to make them a little bit more positive in one way or another. So I guess we've really hit on a lot of the highs. I get to talk all the time, which I love to do. I get to plan things out. I get to talk about things that I'm very, very interested in. Pop culture, entertainment, music, fashion, space, random news, advice. I love giving advice and I love hearing advice. I just love learning different perspectives because it really does make you think so much about how you think yourself when you hear other people giving their own advice or talking about how they would approach a situation when you would never think to approach it that way. And I think a lot of times that can cause huge rifts in relationships, in friendships, in anything. But if you can adjust that point of view and turn other people's perspectives into something to learn from, then I think it can be really productive for yourself. You don't have to agree with everyone, but just listen. I think that we have a lack of listening happening a lot in the world. Just listen to each other. There's so much more to learn. We all only have one brain. So if we put our brains together, maybe we'll get a super brain, okay? But anyways, yes, those are the things that are the highs of this podcast. And I talked to you guys about this on the 50th episode. 
but I have loved the photography aspect of this. If you guys haven't seen the Instagram, go check it out because that is another one of my passion projects at this point at Typically Peachy. I take all of those pictures myself. I edit them. I Photoshop them. I do cool backgrounds sometimes. I am just becoming so involved in Photoshop to the point of I'm watching so many YouTube tutorials just to see how I can do things differently. I love when I find something and I'm like, whoa, that is crazy that you can do that with a platform on this picture that I took. I think editing specifically for photography is so fun for me, especially when I have a very, very clear vision of how I want something to be. And all I need to do is try to figure out how to execute on it. Sometimes it's very hard and I don't get it perfect all the time on how I want it to look, but it's all a learning process and I really love learning it. I have taken Photoshop classes in the past and I will say you learn platforms like that the best when you are just using them on your own for recreational purposes. When you're doing it for a class for specific assignments, yeah, you may know how to do it for those few things, those few projects, but if you're just learning it on your own, you're going to take in so much more knowledge because you have to learn it. You don't have somebody to teach it to you. You just have to figure it out and you have to use your resources. So I've loved that and I am by no means an expert on that platform either. I'm still learning something new literally every single day in Photoshop, but I really like it. It's something that's definitely a high for me. And I also just love coming up with the concepts for all of my pictures. Whatever it is, it's just such an art form for me. And I liked taking pictures before. I really did. I enjoyed it. But having something that is tied to an episode that is thematic, that you're trying to put all together and match your aesthetic, there's something so fun about packaging it all together. Now let's talk about some of the lows. Like I said, I love editing photography. Do I like editing the podcast? Let me say this. I feel like I have a love-hate relationship with editing the podcast. What I don't like about it, it takes so long sometimes, okay? And I know I cut it together for you guys. It's only like 15 to 30 minutes for you guys to listen to. But sometimes I am rambling on for over an hour and I have to cut that down, package it up a little bit better for you so that you can actually listen to it and enjoy it and understand it. Because you guys, sometimes there are some things that I say or just pronounce completely incorrectly. And I'm like, okay, that did not come out right. I'm definitely going to have to try that again. So I think it's not that I don't like editing because there are some really cool things that you can do with editing and you can make it sound exactly how you want it to. But it also is incredibly time consuming. And I do think I like other aspects more. Like my favorite part is talking to you guys. This right here is what I actually really, really love, just having candid conversations about the things that I like to talk about. But when it gets down to it, the editing of it is time-consuming, is tedious sometimes. So I would say that's the biggest low. Not to say that I don't like editing, but you know, some people don't edit their podcasts at all, and I completely respect that. I think that they do that because they're formatted very differently than my podcast. But who knows, one day I may not edit anymore, I may leave it all in, it may be a longer podcast for you guys, but at least that part of the process would be taken out. So, I don't know, I do know that a lot of people do like unedited podcasts too, there's something very candid about that, I just think that for right now, and within the structure that I do, it makes sense to continue to edit. But again, who knows? And maybe I'll change that in the future. That's what I love about this. I can change things if I want to change them. Or if you guys have suggestions, 
things that you want to hear, things that you want done differently, you can tell me. It can be so collaborative. And that's another high. I know that there are more highs and lows. I'm sorry, but I just love podcasting, so it is to be expected. But I just love the control aspect that you have over it. I hear a lot of YouTubers talk about this too because I watch a lot of YouTube videos and them just saying that when it is your brand, your platform, your voice, you just have so much more agency over it. And it's completely true. And I think too, going back to the fact that I work in a corporate structure, when you have that and you don't feel like you get to make a ton of decisions based on things that you would like to do, I mean, I do have a pretty good position in my job where I do have a say. But still, when you're in a corporate world, you're still working for somebody else, right? And I know that this podcast has not turned into a job for me as it stands right now, but it's completely mine. And that's something that I love so much. And I think that stems a lot from being a creative at heart. There are just things that you want to be your own. You want to put your heart and soul into it, your time and effort. You want it to be so much of yourself that's put out there. And if somebody else is having a say or editing things or cutting things out that you don't want to be cut out or censoring certain things or whatever it may be, it becomes slowly and surely less of you, less of your product. And there are things that I love to collaborate on. Like for any of you past listeners that knew that I started a publication in college, that I loved that. I loved the collaboration process. I loved everyone having a say. I love that it felt so much like a team effort every single time we did any project. But for this, I love that it's mine. It's my baby, my one-year-old baby. I know how much effort I've put into this. I know how much time, how much commitment, and it all falls on me. But that's actually something that I love, that I'm the one deciding every week, you're going to put this up, and you're holding yourself accountable, and that's that. You know, I love knowing that I have the ability to do that because there have been points in my life where I feel like I can't motivate myself in that way. So to have something that is showing me every single week that I'm motivating myself to do something is good for me. I don't know if I explained that properly, but it's really just the feeling of being proud of sticking to something, putting something out and holding yourself accountable for the things that you say that you want to do. That to me right now today is probably my definition of success. Just telling myself I can do something and then actually doing it. Because as a lot of you guys probably know, that's not always easy. Which kind of segues into the next thing that I wanted to reflect on, which is do I feel like this is all worth it? All of the hard work, all the dedication, all of the time spent trying to figure out when I can record, when I can edit, when I can take the pictures, when I can edit the pictures all on the same day, every single week, is it all worth it? 100% absolutely yes. To me, it is definitely worth it. Just the feeling that I get every single Thursday after I release a podcast, that alone is worth it to me. You guys, if you saw me sitting on my bed when I release the podcast every Thursday and just doing a little happy dance every single time it uploads, I do a happy dance after I'm done with the edit And I do a happy dance when it goes up because I just feel so accomplished every single time. I hope that feeling never goes away, truly, because that feeling is so precious. And you can get that with so many different things. Anything that you're working extremely hard on, that feeling will probably come. But when it's something that you love as much as I love this, it's like 500 times better and so worth it. 
And sometimes during the week, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have time for this. I seriously don't know when I'm going to be able to record. I have no idea when I'm going to edit. I spoke too much. Now I'm going to have to edit it down so much more. I get overwhelmed. Definitely, I get overwhelmed. But that Thursday feeling and remembering that Thursday feeling every single week is what keeps me going and makes it so incredibly worth it to me. I also want to just talk about some future things. What's on the horizon? To be honest with you guys, at this point in time, I don't really know. I really like what I'm doing right now. I think maybe I want to have more guests on because I've really, really liked that. I like being able to converse with people about different topics. And I also really like when they have things that they really want to talk to me about. You know, like everybody that I've had on, I've talked to them beforehand. What do you want to talk about on this podcast? Because then I feel like the conversation goes so much smoother. They're more comfortable. I just want to get more experience with interviewing people on the pod. I think that's a super fun thing that I could do more of. I also really love the special episodes. Things like this, kind of shaking it up and not sticking to the structure all the time, but having it still be very concrete to what I do and what I talk about. I love episodes like this because I can just talk to you guys. But I also really love my other episodes, so I feel like being able to mix these in a little bit more would be really fun. The photography is still going to go strong. Maybe I'll do some different things with editing, experiment a little bit more there. I'm not totally sure yet, but I'm open to change here. Like I said, I'm moving to Chicago, so there's gonna automatically be more content. I mean, guys, think about this. I started this a year ago, and this past year has probably been the least eventful year of my life in that I haven't been able to do much. I just haven't been able to go out or hang out with as many people or do certain things that I would normally do because of the times that we're living in right now. And this past year, I've been living at home, which for me, I hadn't been for a really long time. So a lot is going to change. A lot in my life is going to change, which I think is automatically going to affect the podcast in, I think, a really positive way, which I'm really excited for. I'm excited to share more of my life with you guys, more things that I love to do and enjoy, more advice that I'll have because I'm growing up And when you grow up, you have lessons to learn and you make mistakes and you learn from those mistakes and it's just a cycle. So I know with every new episode, with every passage of time, with every birthday for Typically Peachy, it is undoubtedly going to evolve into something brighter, bigger, better, something a little bit peachier, if you will. So another year around the sun for Typically Peachy sounds great to me. I'm so grateful that I get to do this. I'm so grateful for you guys listening. Thank you for listening. I know that I thank you guys a lot, but I'm serious. I cannot express how much it means to me. I love this little community that we have. If you have been here since my first episode a year ago, you're wild. Thank you so much for sticking with me. And if this is your first episode you're listening to, or your fifth, or your tenth, I am just so happy that you stumbled here. Every single one of you are so wonderful, so amazing, the peachiest of them all. So again, another big happy birthday to Typically Peachy. One year down, we made it. We're still going strong. I thought it would be really fun to end out this podcast with my statement for what I said in my first intro episode to get you guys all here, to get you listening week over week. So here we go, typically Peachy's summary or mission statement, whatever you want to call it. I think it still reigns as true today as it did a year ago. 
typically peachy. The jokes that I'm not. Are you in a weird stage of your life and feel confused and pulled in a million different directions with absolutely no idea what to do? Because same. I'm starting this to take you out of your world, find new things to love and enjoy, and give you some advice as I live my unguided life into adulthood. Let's figure it out together and maybe feel some sense of unity in the fact that absolutely no one knows what the hell they're doing. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends.